0: Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m., Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Happy Post Labor Day to one and all. Me and my gang with you till 8 in the p.m., going to keep you informed and entertained on your ride home. Speaking of. Your ride home, uh, as, I, as I talk to you on this magical thing called radio, I'm, a, I'm picturing you, the listener, driving on I 75 or I 20, I 85, the downtown connector, all of these massive freeways, um, and and bless your heart that you're stuck in traffic. But I want you to imagine for a second that the freeway you're on right now, let's say you're on 75 North, you're heading up to uh, Ackworth to go home, and you're on 75 North right now, and I'm pretty sure it's jammed through Marietta, and Imagine that they have to counterflow the interstate because of evacuation, like a zombie apocalypse, Longoria, (laughs) where they say, you know what, we're just all those northbound lanes. No, they're southbound now, where everything is like heading away from the city or whatever. It's crazy to think about that, but that actually happened this morning, and I watched it live. I-16, who if anyone's ever driven to Savannah or Tybee has taken that freeway that goes out to the Georgia coast, I saw them flip the script on it today today. And block all eastbound traffic heading toward the Georgia coast because of Hurricane Dorian. It's a pretty amazing sight. Joining us from the Georgia Department of Transportation, our good friend and Commissioner Russell McMurray. Commish, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Mark. Thank you for uh, taking time out. I know you guys are really busy with Hurricane Dorian prep. And we had it, the I-16 flip this morning. That That's a big move when you, when you take an interstate and say, no, you can't go this way anymore. Talk about how that happens.
1: You're right, Mark. It's no small feat, and it takes a lot of coordination and planning. Uh, Over 120 state patrol and about 80 GDOT workers it takes to take 120 miles of Interstate I-16. And as you said, flip the script. We have to close down the eastbound direction first so that there's no traffic uh, trying to get further out. And then actually ramp by ramp, and uh, they have to be closed down. And we have police and DOT workers there putting the gates down and putting barricades out. So it is a big effort, Uh, but we have to do that so that we can provide the opportunity for people to leave and evacuate coastal Georgia so they can get up about Dublin, a little further uh, west of Dublin, and come on up to middle Georgia and Atlanta, where it's on high ground.
0: I can't tell you know the countless of times I've driven to Savannah and Tybee Island along 16 and and I see those barriers and it's like hurricane evacuation route but I've never actually seen it done but this morning thanks to the uh, the great uh, technology the DOT provides us I was able to see them do that and I was like and I, I just picturing if that happened. Like eighty five in Gwenna, and imagine like you know, God forbid this ever happens. But they're like eighty five. Everyone's out. It was. It was. I mean, obviously eighty five is not equipped for that. But it was a remarkable. It was very. It was like poetry in motion this morning to do that flip. And it's just. It is exactly that, uh, Commissioner. It's the hurricane evacuation route, so everyone on the coast can can get to higher ground. It was, it was quite remarkable.
1: Well, thanks for that. I mean, again, it's a, it's a big team effort. And regrettably, we are getting too much practice of this. It seems like every year or a couple of times a year now between uh, Hurricane Michael and Matthew the, just a couple years ago that we have these opportunities. But it's, it's really about life safety first and foremost, as, as well as I-16 being a hurricane evacuation route. We have about 20 other hurricane evacuation routes along the coast. They're not interstates, but they're great roadways that can provide relief for people all the way from down at the Florida border all the way up to South Carolina. And so we encourage people, and if anybody's listening in the coastal Georgia area, please consider those routes as well because they will be less busy Uh, than I-16 for
0: sure. Talking to uh, Georgia Transportation Commissioner Russell McMurray on the Mark Aram Show. Just a little bit ago, we took uh, Governor Kemp's press conference live here with an update. Uh, What's the update from your uh, vantage point from the Department of Transportation? What are your folks doing to brace for for the hurricane? And and when do you think uh, maybe we can get things back to normal on the coast? Do you have a timeline for us yet?
1: Well, Governor Kemp's press conference is certainly timely and his words are wise to everybody to heed that it is time to leave. It's not time to wait till it starts raining. It's time for people to evacuate. And so that time frame is hard to say, but we know it's going to be throughout all day tomorrow and maybe into Thursday with this extremely slow moving hurricane or tropical storm potentially when it gets to us. So it is time to leave. And our role becomes one of response. We have to wait, and see what we're faced with. Often flooding and inundation and uh, down trees and power lines. And our job is to get the roadways and bridges back open as quickly as possible in the safest manner possible.
0: Does the DOT allocate resources or move resources? So you've got crews on standby. Once this thing passes, let's move some of our folks uh, back to the coast and, and see what kind of help they can do if any help is needed.
1: Absolutely, Mark. It's a it's a statewide effort. We have about 860 people on standby right now. A good one third of those are people in the coastal area that can deploy immediately upon the wind society and getting out there. Tomorrow we'll be watching and moving. Uh, the rest of that 860 people, the two-thirds
0: of those, toward the coast as the storm dictates. Great stuff. So not only does the DOT provide, obviously, we're going to need amazing coverage during the uh, winter months with the possible ice storms, but now during hurricane season. Uh, joining us now, uh, Commissioner, is Doug Turnbull with the Triple Team Traffic. Doug, uh, what's your question for the commissioner, buddy? Yeah, simply, and I'm sure this is still indefinite, but do you know how long
2: the contraflow westbound on I-16 is going to be? And if after the storm they're going to contraflow it eastbound to get everybody back?
1: Yeah, so uh, Doug, great question. That's a question we get often is we're going to have to watch and see. We're going to watch traffic volumes tomorrow as I, we feel that people will continue to leave on into the morning as the storm really begins to impact Georgia more. So we'll watch that traffic volume, and what we'll do is take it out as soon as practical and safe to do so, so that people can re-enter. We will not counterflow it the opposite way. We'll just put the normal lanes back into service. Uh, today, we've seen about a 33% increase in traffic volume on I-16, uh, but there's still plenty of available lanes out there for people to use to evacuate now.
0: Commissioner, we appreciate your time. If, if you have any information you ever need to pass along, uh, please feel free. I know you'll contact us and get it out, but I do appreciate your time and a very, very busy day for you and the entire DOT. My pleasure, Mark. Thank you. Take care, Russell McMurray D O T four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Has everyone here Longoria, Low-T, Debbie? Have you guys all taken I sixteen to Savannah, the Georgia coast? Yeah, yeah. It, I just uh, it was it was remarkable watching that. Like they shut down the eastbound side as as the commissioner said, and then they have those gates that won't let you get on, and then the, then traffic starts. Cu- it's it's crazy. Yeah, I've always seen the gates, but I've never known, like, how the, the process is yeah. of getting all the people off that are going the wrong direction, you know. Well, I was talking to someone that was involved with the, the flip this morning, and I was on the phone with them, and I was like, what's going on now? Like, well, we're doing this, and then we're going to stop this. You know, you got to stop all the traffic first and then get the gates out, and it's it's a crazy situation. I've Knock on wood, I've never had to. Have you guys ever had to evacuate for anything? No. Chuck, like, a grizzly evacuation or... We don't evacuate. An, for an stuff avalanche like that. evacuation Shoot in them. Montana. Nothing? No. Avalanche there's no
2: there's no <laughs> evacuation protocol for <laughs> if an avalanche is coming, you're yeah.
0: screwed <laughs> nothing in Montana to ever evacuate. Yeah. Longore, you yeah. ever been to uh, I think when I was a kid we left for a hurricane and went somewhere where it hit yeah, um, worse than what it would have if we would have stayed in Corpus. But, oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Texas coast. Deb Green in Wisconsin. Any, any reason for an evacuation? Not
3: in Wisconsin, but I lived in Central Florida for a while. So depending on how close it would come, they would tell you to leave. But it never got that bad because I was in Orlando. Yeah,
0: I would imagine. Again, I don't. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not Kirk Mellish for sure. But, like the, like, the middle part of Florida, does it ever get really hit hard with, with
3: hurricanes? It rains all the time in central Florida, yeah. so you will get flooding because it's just yeah. really flat there.
0: Yeah, understood. Uh, when I was, um, for spring break, I went to, um, where did I go for spring break? Costa Rica. And, like, the hotel was right on the beach, and every path uh, toward the beach had hurricane evacuation or, or whatever, some sort of evacuation sign in Spanish. Really? like. Yeah, like they, they freak out. There's like a million ways to leave the beach for them. I'm like, what's going on here that we need to uh, evacuate the beach? I just thought it was, uh, it was a really interesting situation uh, this morning when they flipped that. And listen, we don't know yet. We're going to keep you updated on, uh, on the hurricane. It's actually moving now. Did you see some of the Bahamas damage? Oh yeah, Holy, Lee sm- They said the death hole is five. Forget about it. That, that island smushed absolutely smushed we hope that the same doesn't happen at the georgia coast i mentioned tybee island edgar tragetz talked to uh, the mayor of tybee island today about the preparations going on there
4: we're expecting tropical storm forest sustained winds midday and also storm surge which i'm worried about most four to seven feet and mayor
2: jason Buterman says low-lying homes in the western side of tybee his biggest worry that area had bad flooding from hurricanes matthew and irma For residents who live in those homes?
5: Most
4: of them have left. Some of them haven't. In fact, I've communicated with one couple who has not left
2: yet. The mayor says once those winds crank up, anyone who stays won't get help from 911. He expects the
0: late morning high tide to flood over the main road. Edgar Trey gets 95.5 WSB. That high tide thing. So I don't know if you've ever been there. I've been, I love Tybee Island, by the way. But I was, years ago, I was stuck there because of high tide. Oh, really? Like, it's so low-lying that high tide came out, and they're like, oh, yeah, the road's closed. You're stuck. I'm like, <laughs> i got to get back to work. What do you mean? The, the, it wasn't a storm. It was, I think it was like a full moon or something, you know, like one of those. Right. right. You know, red moon tide, whatever the hell those are called. And well, I was stuck there because of the high tide. It closed the road.
2: Two years ago, uh, they had a, one of those high tides, and we got we were supposed to go to Savannah for the day, and we got stuck on the island. We couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. They're like, no, we like drove and there's a bunch of traffic. Like, what's going on? And finally, a police officer came tooling down, telling everybody, like, "Matt, yeah. eh, turn around. Yeah, Your road's not gonna be open for another six hours or something." they are like, "Oh, all right." So,
0: was still. Erickson okay with that? No, no. <laughs>
2: he's <pissed.
0: laughs> he was, he was mad. He's mad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love Tybee, but I would be, I would get the heck out of Dodge. Like, it we're l- supposed to go there this weekend. Are you really? Yeah. Did you? were you gonna get a refund? Yeah, you no. get a refund. No. no. Why not? Oh, uh, it's a whole story. Oh, it's a it's whole, a whole thing. Uh, little payola plugola there for low tea <laughs> <laughs> And the Revenant. Um, anyway, your thoughts on on Dory, and we'll get. Obviously, we've got you covered here with news, weather, and traffic. The evacuees, if you are from coastal Georgia or Florida in metro Atlanta, welcome. Thanks for uh, listening to The Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. we had got a, a, a bunch of stuff to talk about, tonight, including Walmart in the news. Little Sanjay is going to join us with Would You Rather and your calls next. 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. 404-872-0750, 800 wsb Talk the entire news, weather, and traffic team monitoring Hurricane Dorian. The very latest through the overnight hours and, of course, tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News. Rob joins us in Lithia Springs. Rob, welcome to the program. How are you, sir?
4: Well, hey, Mark, Rob again. It's
0: good to hear your voice. Sir. Likewise, buddy.
4: Hey, I was involved in the Hurricane
0: Rita, back in Louisiana. That was no fun. Rita, that doesn't ring a bell. That how long? How long ago was that's that? Step, that was Katrina. Rita in, in that time. Okay,
4: we're hitting New Orleans.
0: Yeah,
4: and that's been what ten years ago, maybe more.
0: I remember there was one hurricane that hit Connecticut when I was a kid, and I want to say. Ugh. Andrew, maybe? Michael? I don't know. No, it wasn't Michael. Maybe, yeah. It was like mid-80s, Deb. And I remember going outside during the eye of the storm. Have you ever been out in the yep. eye of the storm? So it's, yeah. you've got this, you know, it, this wasn't a Cat 5 in Connecticut or anything, but it was like a hurricane in Connecticut, which we've never had. And I remember it was like pouring rain and windy, and all of a sudden, phew, Gloria? Gloria. Hurricane Gloria, probably. And I go outside. There's birds chirping. The sun's out. I was like, this is crazy. Can you imagine that happen in, like, biblical times? <laughs> like, thank you, Lord. The hurricane's over. Oh, uh, oh no. <laughs> I didn't pray it the right way. It's back again. Because you get that little eye where you think you're out of this, the clear. It's crazy stuff. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about Walmart being in the news and Hurricane Dorian. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. The Mark Aram Show at 95.5 WSB.
4: Hey, this is Phil Nico inducting the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1997. You are listening to the Mark Aram Show. What other show would
0: you listen to? Welcome back to the aforementioned Mark Aram Show, me and the bananas at your Beck and Call Till 8 the p.m. Don't forget, guys, you can listen to the show once you get home via Amazon Alexa and the WSB radio app. I talked to my mom this weekend, so I went to Connecticut uh, over Labor Day weekend to see the folks, and my mom listens. Uh, she says it sounds better on Alexa than in the app, actually. I don't have an Alexa that I use so but apparently the audio is very clear on Amazon Alexa. I guess it
3: depends on the speakers on your phone, right?
0: E- exactly. Exactly. I don't have good speakers on my phone. <laughs> I, I, the app sounds fine to me, but she says it's it's she says uh Longoria's voice is very uh very bass heavy on the Alexa. No, oh, I paid Alexa for that. Did you pay with yeah, the little I extra? Paid, yeah. By <laughs> the way, uh we have, I do have important stuff to talk about. So uh a fr- uh, Maya's best friend's mom listens to the show, uh-huh. and she's a sweet lady. I love her. And for some reason, she thought your name was Angoria with no L. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, Angoria. That'll Because she wants to come to the listener lunch. And she uh-huh. goes, will Angoria be there? I'm, look- I'm looking at this text. I'm like, Angoria, like Aunt Gord- Gloria almost. Yeah, yeah, anyway, nice. uh, shout-out to Jenny's mom for listening. Um, I, I want to talk about – I don't want to talk about, but we'll talk about that horrible story off the coast of California – the scuba oh, yeah. boat. Oh God! Did you see
2: that story, Chuck? Just the one that caught on fire. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I Yeesh. don't want to talk about what. I will talk about it in a little bit. But I was. I want to talk about this Walmart story. So I woke up from my nap this afternoon, and my phone was blowing up from all these news alerts. Walmart, which was the scene of one of those mass shootings, they all blur together now. Unfortunately, right. um, they came out and said they will discourage. Uh, they're they're limiting ammunition sales at the Walmart stores i don't know what that exactly means and they're discouraging open carry of guns in stores meaning they're not it's not banned but they don't want you to come in with your gun on your holster. You know, I guess if you have a concealed carry permit, concealing carry is
2: fine. They're discouraging open carry. Yeah,
0: like don't walk in with a, with a shotgun, Longoria, basically, because it <laughs> okay. can understandably, I guess, make a little make some people nervous. But if you're concealed carry, like me and Chuck, you got it on your your hip, on your ankle, whatever. that would be the day. That that will be the day that I go to Walmart. No, I. <laughs> so anyway, but here's I don't know the legality of any of this. 'Cause I was thinking about this. How many how many times do you go into a store and it says no shirt, no shoes, no service? Oh. Right? They yeah. they make that they they can make the rules. Sure. So can Walmart can make the rules, I guess? Mm-hmm. I don't know how Yeah, they, I mean it's their store. They can make whatever but, rules. Bart, they So want. like so they just discouraged the open carry of guns, right? That but could they flat out say we don't want guns in our store? Is that of is that legal? Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah, like and Ra- some, no. some states they have <laughs> you have very specific rules in like Missouri, mm-hmm. there's a very specific rule that said your signage had to be X, you know, it had yeah. to be this size, type had to be this size, anything outside of that, and you can ignore it. Okay. So it was very specific. I think and I'd have to look, but I'm pretty sure here in the state of Georgia, them just putting a sign or a notice that says, Hey, we don't allow guns on the premises is enough for them to
0: interesting. So let's know. say Chuck opens the the Elk Steak Yes, cafe. Sweet. Where he just he just serves <laughs> that's, on that's, steak. that's it.
2: No signs. No size. And no science, science. not that you nothing. would
0: do this, because um, I know you wouldn't. Right. But you could you could prevent people from carrying firearms in your establishment.
2: You just put a sign out that says that you "Interesting." Can discourage it, and and, and you know, I, look, I've been places not here in Georgia, but in other places. I've been asked to leave when people realize that I'm carrying.
0: I've been asked to leave before. Really? Like, okay,
2: fine. Like I an mean, example. I,
0: okay. I mean, don't give me a, a name of a place, but like a restaurant. Yeah, or? it was just a little cafe. Yeah.
2: I happened to bend down to pick up my napkin, and you could see it on my side. And so, what well, the the manager came over and said, "Hey, man, I you know, is it okay if you hurry up and ski-daddle?" Basically, I was like, "Yeah, no problem." Oh, that's paid my sick. check see, I'm not going to cause
0: a problem. I didn't but think they, you could do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. I knew like federal buildings could do it, like you, or or the airport, for, for example. Like you can't. Sure. Um, but I didn't. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. All right, that makes sense then. But yeah, no, one of
2: the little bars, or not bars, but little um, craft brewery places you can go get other stuff. they a yeah. sign right on the door that says, you know, no, no guns allowed inside the premises.
0: Okay, look at Chuck bringing the heat. <laughs> I know a <laughs> lot about guns. So here's what I, I want Walmart to focus on more than concealed carry and open okay. carry and all that. I don't know. I, I, I haven't been to a lot of Mar- Walmarts. The one Walmart I go to is the Howell Mill Walmart. And they only have shopping carts there. They don't have like baskets to carry your stuff? Like, when I go to Walmart, I I go for specific things, like just little things, blah, blah, blah. I don't need a whole cart, but it's usually too much to carry in my hands. My Walmart doesn't have those little baskets to carry. Is that... Comment at all WalMarts or just mine?
3: They do have them. They're just never by the door. You have to go looking for oh, them. Oh, really? They're usually by the checkout. Like they're too lazy to move them to the front. But the ones that are the closest to mine, when I go, they're always like right at the checkout. At
0: I've the been to there. I've been to the Walmart Howell Mill location a hundred times. I've never seen one basket. It's and it's like I don't want to push a whole cart around for like eight items. You know? Yeah. I don't want to carry one of those baskets around. So why not? If I'm even getting one item, I'll take a basket. <laughs> oh, you, you don't want You do want the basket? No, I don't want the little bitty one. What? I want the big, like, well, I don't know. It's effeminate, you think? <laughs> no, no, I just don't want to have to carry it. It's, it's With a basket, like, you don't have to carry anything. Like, yeah, exactly. You just got to push it. No, that's the cart. You're yeah, pushing yeah, the cart. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to hold a basket. So I don't want to have to push You'll physically get a, a cart. It. For one item, yes. For one package of frozen enchiladas, definitely, you get a whole cart. You got weird. I will ninety degrees on Peachtree. Still, by the way, folks, we're going back to a nine on Mm, the uh, on Mark Aram show back sweat meter. I got spoiled in Connecticut seventy two degrees, no humidity. It was flipping fantastic. The weather up there, I mean, outside of winter, is just remarkable. I, I got off the, got out of the airport yesterday afternoon. Just the fur is blasting. Do you me. ever think why did I leave in the first place? No, I know why. Uh, well, I mean, because yeah. of snow, the no, blizzard, <laughs> the blizzard of '96 is why I left. That's New Why York. you left? Yeah, 100 percent. I didn't tell you that story. No, i you. just
3: never had to shovel snow for like weeks on end. He doesn't get it. Yeah,
0: no. There's one specific blizzard. And I'll tell you what exactly. Why you can fault this blizzard for having me in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> Jeff's in Marietta. Jeff, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. What up, buddy? Uh, I was just going to mention that in Georgia,
1: um, the signs would say, you know, no no firearms you can ignore in Georgia um, unless they specifically ask you. They've determined in Georgia that a sign does not override your rights unless you're specifically asked to leave. And then if you do not leave, then you're trespassing. And, of course, that's a
0: criminal matter. Interesting. So you can you can ignore the sign. But if they ask you to leave, you have to obey that.
1: Correct. Usually, what they may do is tell you to put your firearm in your, you know, in your car. You can come
0: back. They don't, you know, kick you out or ban you. But if you refuse to do so, then you're trespassing. What? If, what if you stand your ground, Jeff? <laughs> uh, Again, it's trespassing. It's their property. They can make any rule they
1: want on their property. They can refuse to serve in who they want to serve.
0: But With, right. within uh, certain things, right? I mean, they can't be like they can't be racist. Well, not in a gay there. cake. Yeah, you know. exactly. But but like you can't you can't say. No Mexicans allowed, or you can't, huh? you, you can't. They can't say hey, a sign like "No Mexicans allowed" or "No Jews allowed." They, they, that's illegal. No armed Mexicans. Uh, he's breaking up. I think he said armed Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, I yes. think he said that all right. too. Uh, all right, we'll come back with more of your calls on this, and a little Sanjay still to come with "Would You Rather." Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. My my message to Walmart: Before you handle the gun issue, let's get some hand baskets in there. They're making a much more pleasurable shopping experience that I don't have to push around a cart. If you just have those little baskets, they're not very expensive. Every other place has them. They're catering to Longoria and his cart fetish. We'll come right back on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hurricane Dorian Walmart on the discussion table uh, on The Mark Aram Show currently. David joins us in Thai. What's going on, David? Mark, you got to tell me why it's Tyrone. Oh, you got to tell me why. So there's an Erica Badu song. I don't know if you've ever heard of Erica Badu, and she's got a song, a song called You Better Call Tyrone. And basically, she's she's kicking her boyfriend out of, there, out of her house, and she's like, You better call Tyrone to come get his stuff out of there. So every time I see Tyrone, I sing that song. Uh,
5: oh, okay. All right. Fair
1: enough. Listen, the reason I called. Uh, the guy at Walmart, the the top dog, the goober that he is, he's not paying attention to where his company came from. In 1981, I worked for the America's first Walmart, which called Sears and Roebuck. Mm-hmm. In 1981, Sears and Roebuck said, oh, we're going to quit selling guns, ammunition, and the whole nine yards, and we're going to take them out of our catalog. Catalogs used to be, you know, the Internet.
0: Exactly. I remember it well.
1: Okay. If you look at Sears, and at that same time, Walmart comes along, and Walmart comes out of uh, obviously Arkansas, our very, our Kansas, very, very rural roots. They they start building and supplying rural America. Sure, absolutely.
0: Which,
4: which, where guns are, you know... So, so just, just to
0: get to the point, uh, David, so Sears dropped the ball and Walmart picked it up and, and ran with it, and part of that were, were guns at ambo. Here's what I've noticed on, on social media about this story, Chuck, is that uh, this apparently... You know, Twitter, my Twitter sphere claims this is a huge win for the mom and pop gun stores like this. You know, they've lost a lot of uh, customers to Walmart because Walmart, you know, sells everything cheaper. And if Walmart stops selling the ammo and the guns, then the, the local mom and pop shop will will benefit from this.
2: Yeah, I, I, I stopped shopping for that stuff at Walmart a long time ago. Because they, they have no hand carts. Well, that too. You can't carry your bullets.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're not going to put a little <laughs> yeah, thing of bullets in a big cart. That's yeah, for you little the whole reason. I mean, I need a big cart for that yes, stuff. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Chef William joins us on the show. What's going on, Chef?
5: Hey, buddy. How's it
0: going? Excellent. What's cooking?
5: So I actually was asked to leave a restaurant very, you know, a few weeks ago because I was still carrying. Like, I leaned over and got my stuff. And they saw it. He came up and asked me to leave in a very not nice way. Really? And I was like, no, I'm not going to leave.
0: Oh, okay. And
5: he's like, I'll call the police. <laughs> I said, go ahead and call the police. When the cop tried to walk in, I was like, cop can't walk in. He's got a gun on him, too. And the cop just busted out laughing. The cop laughed the whole time. And he actually jumped the manager. Is was like, you know, is he, is he causing any trouble? Is he doing this? No, I just don't want him in here. And I said, I ate my food and got up and left. But I just wanted to make a point that... If you ask somebody nicely, they might do it, but if you get really attitude and yeah. get really mean with them, they're not going to do it. And you, George you... is right. That I mean, got Jimbo, right. They, they can ask you to leave, yeah. but the sign on the door doesn't mean anything.
0: Always the case is you can catch more flies with honey than vinegar Longoria. Stop catching flies with vinegar. It's not working out for you. It's not working. Speaking of, I got pulled over this weekend. Speaking of police officers, yeah, I'll tell you. When we come back, I got that story. I got the Blizzard story. I got Sanjay. I got your calls. We got a bunch to do and not a lot of time. 404-872-0750. While you're at home, listen on the app or Amazon Alexa. It's The Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No. to the show to go to Tuesday Eve to you, Mark Aram here. You there? It's seven eight, eight minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, six to eight p.m. on ninety-five point five WSB. My whole family here post Labor Day. Deborah Green produces the show. Angoria, the Stoic Eskimo, <laughs> on the other side of the takeout window. Low T screens your calls. Low so this is what tea. I'm going to do. The last half hour of the show, I got I got so much to talk about. I want I want to tell you about my weekend in Connecticut. I got to tell you the blizzard story. Um, There's another story I had to tell you. You yeah. got to remember these things long ago. Anyway, yeah, so the last half hour of the show, I'm just going to focus on all that. I guess, okay. I want to talk to you guys. Oh, mean get pulled over by a cop. Yes, yes, yes. yes Police yes. pull over. Okay. I got to write that write down. That down. All right. Um, but in the meantime, I want to talk about Walmart. And this is a. Jamie Dupree tweeted this out, and I trust Jamie Dupree more than anybody. So this is a statement from Walmart about them pulling out of the gun and ammo business, kind of. So this is from Jamie's Twitter feed. Uh, this is from Walmart. After selling through our current inventory commitments, we will discontinue sales of short barrel rifle ammunition such as the 223 caliber and 5.56 caliber that, while commonly used in some hunting rivals, can also be used large uh, capacity clips or military-style weapons. They will sell through and discontinue handgun ammunition, and they will discontinue handgun sales in Alaska, marking our complete exit from handguns. So basically, Chuck, Walmart is done with handguns, and some of this uh, ammunition, uh, you you would know more than I. Um, what exactly is two twenty three caliber and .5.56 caliber? Is that a big deal if they're pulling those out of the stores?
2: two twenty three is a big deal because that's a pretty popular rifle cartridge.
0: Yeah. I don't know about the other one. All right, but it still it would still be readily available for the average hunter. Yeah, I don't marksman. know
2: how many people are going to Walmart for that stuff anyway. Yeah. So it's, I don't think it's that big a deal. What, what it's I not feel like it was when Dix did it.
0: Yes. What What I feel though is like there there are areas in this country where Walmart is the only store. Yes. You know. Now, yeah. And but and and I don't know. Can you order ammunition online? Will Amazon bring you bullets? You have to. I if I someone's going to call and yell at me. because yeah. If I get this wrong. Don't so, yell at Chuck, folks. I, um. I believe it's a lot
2: like firearm sales. You can order that stuff, but I don't think you can deliver deliver to your directly to your house. I think you still have to go pick it up from a licensed okay. dealer. I could. I'm sure someone's going to call right now. That,
0: that's what I feel bad for. Those areas, usually rural areas, where there's just the Walmart, and you have to get everything there. Yeah. Back in the day, like in Montana, the general store. If Chuck couldn't get his stuff at the general store, you're out of luck. You're out of luck. You got to drive 90 miles. How far to, did you go for the movie theater? 50 miles. 50 miles? How far for a Burger King? <laughs> oh, 50 miles. 50 yeah. miles. Yeah. See, I think was 50 I'm miles. I'm thinking about you, Chuck, on this thing. A two-day trip by wagon. My my more <laughs> 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 my more pressing issue, though, is can we get baskets in Walmart? And maybe I'm just ill-informed, I, I don't but the Walmarts that. that I go to don't have the hand baskets. None of them do. It's annoying. I never see them. And maybe it's a ploy, like, well, if they get the basket, they'll fill it up. If you get a cart, you might fill that up. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, if you get the cart, like Longoria, yeah. oh, he'll just throw more stuff in there. I just go in for specific things. I just need the handbasket, not the cart. Yeah, Tackle that, Walmart, first. Bob's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Bob.
4: Hey, Mark, how you doing? What's you up, know? brother? 223 and 556 five, are the ammunition of an AR-15. Okay. Next, you can order ammo over the internet. I bought 2,500 rounds of 223.
0: Oh, good. All right. That's good to know.
4: So. What I was going to say is, by the way, I'm from Gainesville. I've been looking for Russ
0: at <laughs> dumpsters, Pizza Hut, Dollar General. I hadn't found him yet. So real, real quick, Bob, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you continue in a second. So Johnny Kilbasa started a fantasy football league this year. Yeah, uh-huh. anyway,
4: with, and uh, my team name Walmart is, things.
0: hold on one second, Bob. And my team name, <laughs> I made it, my team name, Russ from Gainesville. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So it's me and Johnny Kilbasa and all these guys from Ohio. And they're like, Aaron, why is your team name Russ from Gainesville? <laughs> I'm like, ask Johnny Kilbasa about it. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Bob. I'm sorry. Continue.
4: As far as Walmart's concerned about asking people not to carry their weapons, I work for a national tire and service retailer. I'm not going to say who, of course, but yeah. A couple of years ago, some onion-headed corporate got the good idea of putting a stick on our window with a pistol and a line through it. No firearms permitted. And it took about six weeks and about ten thousand emails and calls, and uh, concealed carry and carry uh, organizations and the NRA. And we got a mass email. Take these stickers out of your windows
0: immediately. My favorite part of that whole call, Bob, and it was a great call, was the the, the new insult that he brought to the table. Onion head. Where the <laughs> hell? Where the hell did you find that, Bob? That's fantastic. Corporate onion heads, man. I've That's never. Have you guys heard that kid. before? Never. I love that.
4: You he scallion head.
0: Like head. His name was
4: Onion Head. <laughs> his head look like an onion?
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm putting that in the in the uh in the, the quiver. Onion head. Listen here, onion head. <laughs> uh Rand is in Marietta. Rand, welcome to the Mark Aram show. Hey Mark. Hello, Connecticut Ike. Did you go to Frankie's while you were there? I did not. I did not. Ah, I stayed in Litchfield uh, County. I know, I know. Chump.
5: So yeah, uh the Walmart baskets. They do not have them because people were stealing them. I found that out at the Woodstock <laughs> uh, one on ninety two. Really? Yes. And the one the another Walmart on Johnson Ferry, they actually have the security devices strapped to the basket so you can't walk out the door without
0: setting off. Get out. I remember I remember when uh the shopping cart theft was a big thing and they started putting those trackers on there. Like who the hell's stealing a big metal shopping cart? Homeless people. All right, fair. Enough. <laughs> Good answer, Long Good answer. 404
5: 872 800
0: WSB Talk. It's time. now time. For "Would You Rather" with Little Sanjay, he's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He is definitely not an onion head. He is Big Sanjay, who joins us with "Would You Rather." How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Just uh, just got home just in time to get on the radio and eat some dinner. Uh, have you ever heard? Of, you're from India and Alabama. Have you ever heard of the insult "onion head" before? No, I haven't. I like it. Uh, I'm I like surprised it. to hear that. Yeah, I've never
6: never heard that.
0: All right. Here we go. Sanjay's going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them in the studio. I want you to play along in your car. What's the first question, Sanjay?
6: Okay. First, we're going to start with a question that's on everybody's mind. You probably answered it 10 times. Would you rather a Chick-fil-A sandwich or a Popeye's chicken sandwich?
0: Oh god. They're too they're so they they're just different animals. They're different animals. Um but I mean, gun to my head, last meal kind of thing. I want both, obviously. But the, the Popeye sandwich was better. It really was. And I love Chick fil A's chicken sandwiches. That Popeye chicken sandwich was a life changing experience. Of course, you can't get them now, Advantage uh, Chick fil A, but I'm going Popeyes, Deb.
3: I don't care, Chick fil A.
0: <laughs> you didn't have the Popeyes. <laughs> I don't so care. You can't comment on it's it. It's
3: food, it doesn't matter.
0: And, and indeed. Uh, food question Skip Deb. Chuck.
2: Uh,
3: I,
0: I, I gotta go with Popeye's. It's sad. It's, I hate to do it. Yeah. Cause Chick-fil-A is like family. Yeah. But that chicken sandwich, it was just bigger and yeah. it was, ju- it was just my last one. Yeah. I, it was yeah. just better. Longoria. Yeah. Popeye's. So I, I fly back last <laughs> night or yesterday afternoon and it's Monday, but in my head it's Sunday and I'm flying through the airport. We're, we're getting, going to the baggage claim of the airport and I see this couple sitting on the bench eating Chick-fil-A and I think it's Sunday. I'm like, Maya, what the hell's go I'm like, there's a Chick-fil-A open on Sunday and then she's like, It's Monday, jerk. She goes, It's Monday, onion head. I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. But I thought for a second, like you could get Chick-fil-A at the airport on Sundays. I was like, Well, I'll drive down to Chick- I'll drive down to Hartsfield on a Sunday to get a chicken sandwich. That's how much I love chicken uh, Chick fil A. Yeah. But that, that Popeye sandwich it was is. crazy. All right, next question, Sanjay. All
6: right, on the same food line, so Deb, you can omit this one. Would you
0: rather
6: <laughs> Eat pizza with the only topping besides cheese being pineapple, or you can have any topping
0: you want, but no cheese. I can't eat a pineapple pizza, even if what? I pick it off. The juice really is on there. Horrible. horrible. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go cheeseless pizza, which I had this weekend, fried dough pizza. Deb, do you want to do you want to chime in?
3: Either way, it doesn't bother. I don't have then. it, pineapple or without.
0: <laughs> I? I can't have pineapple on a pizza. It's just
2: pineapple is the worst thing that, and I yeah, love whatever. pizza. Pineapple is the absolute worst thing anybody ever thought to put on yeah, a pizza. It's just so disgusting. I'll take it without cheese.
0: I love pineapple on my pizza. Pineapple pineapple I'll take so, it what if someone put uh, pineapple in an enchilada. Well, it's that, not the same thing. Why not? <laughs> because it's not a pizza. They neither of them belong. <laughs> <Yeah>. Pineapple doesn't <laughs> exactly belong do in an enchilada or a or a sure pizza. It does. It does Canadian bacon. It does. No.
2: It's still it's awful. Oh, I love Canadian bacon uh, and, pi- and pineapple. Uh, the, you oh. can
0: put your Canadian bacon pineapple. on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, pineapples. I understand that. But I would, just I would yeah. have a Canadian bacon pizza. But pineapple, get the hell out of Dodge with that. can it. Next question, Sanjay.
6: Next question: Would you rather have to clap loudly and cheer for a full minute every time your plane lands, or <laughs> replace every form of greeting with "Howdy"?
0: Well, I don't fly that much. I think, I think it would get annoying if I said howdy to everybody. So I'll I'll clap for a minute every time my plane lands. I'm okay with that. Deb Green?
3: There's someone in the building that says howdy a lot. I'll, really? I'll, oh, yeah. I'll Hold say on. howdy.
0: Turn, everyone turn off their mic. Tell me who it is <laughs> off, the mic. off the I'll
3: tell you off
0: the Tell me right now.
3: I'll tell you later.
0: <laughs> turn your mic off and tell me. Oh, really?
3: All the time. You see him in the hallway. I never noticed Oh, that. yeah.
0: I love, I love that person girl, I won't mention. Uh, Chuck, what are you doing? Clapping um, or howdy? I'm saying howdy. I'm not standing up and wildly clapping because <laughs> <laughs> no. the plane landed. I'm not going to be that lunatic Well, you're, you're literally saying howdy to everybody. That's fine. P- even people you hate. That's fine. All right. Longoria? I'll say howdy. Really? Yeah. I don't want to stand what up and I'm like, clapping like in, in the airplane. Man, like what, an what, an idiot? That's like twice a year. What's the big deal? Eh. Oh. Is howdy a big greeting in Montana? Yeah. Howdy. Man, howdy in Evening. Do you tip your, your cowboy yep. hat? Howdy, howdy, ma'am. Man. Howdy in the morning, evening in the... Evening, afternoon. ma'am. Yep.
6: Hey, yeah. Hey, just a note. Uh, when I'm hiking uh, with Josie, when we're out hiking remotely and I see somebody that's it's remote, you barely see anybody, just to seem less intimidating, I always say howdy. I don't know why.
5: <laughs> Do
2: you think you seem intimidating
6: <laughs> <laughs> on I the onset? what i, was, I was talking about. <laughs>
0: You see me? I, that's why I asked. They, well, honestly, if, if you, All especially right. if Sanjay's walking with, if he's hiking with a shirt off, yeah, yeah, people can yeah. be like, "It's a baby Sasquatch." <laughs> Look at he's that hairy little, little guy. He said Howdy do
5: wow. me. Look at that little hairy there. Sasquatch
0: saying Howdy. All right. Last that's question. Last question.
5: question. Would you rather
6: win a hundred thousand dollars in your bank account, that's after taxes and everything, yep. or your best friend win a million bucks? So you can have no direct or
0: indirect benefit from that million. hundred thousand dollars for me. No, no question. No <laughs> question. A hundred thousand dollars for me. Um,
3: my best, best friend,
0: best, best friend.
3: No, a hundred thousand for me.
0: Really? All right.
3: Wow! Third best friend maybe.
0: Third best friend. Yeah. Chuck,
2: when best my when my best friend was at his worst, I would have said him, but he's doing really well now, so screw him. I want 100k. Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah. yeah, 100k all the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my friends are do, doing fine. Yeah. If I had a, a best friend that was struggling, sure, give it to him. Like if you said now, if you switched it up, uh, Sanjay, and said my brother gets a million. Or I get a hundred grand. Not that my brother's struggling, but he could he could use a million dollars. Yeah. So I would do that. But just my best friends. Yeah. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. They'll be fine. <laughs> They'll be all right. They'll be all right. You're like like you Sanjay. You're doing fine. You don't need a million bucks. You'd rather have me get a hundred thousand.
2: I mean, I
6: could use a million bucks.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of money, Sanjay is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, follow him on Facebook. It is brass tax accounting. Use promo code Little Baby Sasquatch and get seven uh, percent off your 2019 taxes. <laughs> little baby, you got to spell it right, though. Little baby Sasquatch. Appreciate you, Sanjay. My pleasure. There he is, little Sanjay. And would you rather coming back with more of your calls? This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Chuck's still laughing that uh, Sanjay doesn't want to intimidate people on the hiking trail. He might be the least intimidating guy. He's just such a nice guy.
2: It's just the greatest. He's not very
0: physically imposing. Right? Like no. <laughs> like me or Longoria on the trail. You might be like, Oh, let me you know, let me turn around. Well, first we don't look like we should be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's the first red alert, like, oh, what are these guys hiking? Yeah, why are they here? That's a good point. Uh Ricky joins us on the Mark Aram show. Hello, Ricky. Hey you doing, Mark. What's up, brother? By the way,
5: I think my new CIA code name is gonna be Onion Head. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? Onionhead. I mean, where in the hell does that come from? <laughs> I have no idea. Whatever. But anyways we we're talking about Walmart um and you and some of your producers said that they had them on their ways to whatever else and they bent over and you know they were asked to leave the restaurant um simply if you put a, you know a small 38 just strap it to your to your to your ankle that's what all the cops do
0: yeah
5: I mean that
0: they do walk into restaurants and then you know you can't see it underneath their uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. When we come back, I got some more calls, but I really got a lot of stuff to tell you about. Me getting pulled over, my blizzard story, my food coma this weekend. Deb Green's going to tell us about her weekend as well. That's a hell of a tease right there. She's like, okay. Uh, howdy, buddy. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Arum. Listen at home on the WSB radio app or Amazon Alexa.
7: Hi,
5: this is Jane Seymour, and you're listening to The Mark Arum Show. He's packed in the animals, two by two, ox, camel, and a... Kangaroo, pack him in that heart so tight I couldn't get no sleep that night From the first ship in hell Tell them about a the master play
0: 736. It was a 9 on the Mark Aram Show. Back sweat meter today. Good grief. Good grief. Good grief. We're going to keep you up to date on Hurricane Dorian and all the breaking news associated with that throughout the overnight hours with our buddy Mark Aylwine and the very latest tomorrow on Atlanta's Morning News starting at 430. I've got a bunch of stories to get to. Let me tell you one briefly. We'll get to some calls. So how I wound up in Atlanta in 96. Um, it, was the, it was the winter of 96. I was in Mayor's College in New York, and I lived in a basement apartment Longoria. $310 a month was the rent. It didn't have a, a stove. I had a fridge and a toaster oven, but no stove. It was, it was, but I liked it. It was perfect. And it was a basement apartment, subterranean, so it was, you know, kind of under the ground. And there were steps that led down to my front door, and the front door opened outward. And we had this huge blizzard, and the snow piled up in front of my front door, and since the door opened out, I couldn't get out of my house. Oh. And I had, like, zero food in my house. This is pre-cell phone, pre-internet. I was trapped in my home, and I was like, never again. Never again. That's why I moved to the south, because I'm like, I I could have died, Longoria. You could have, yeah. I could have. I, 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 I had a big uh, goldfish tank. I was eating the goldfish by the end of the blizzard. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, but I didn't have a stove, so it was sushi. (laughs) So that's that's the the blizzard story. I got. I want to say about my weekend in just a second. But James joins us on the show. Hello, James. Hey, you. uh, You asked earlier, why would you steal
1: a shopping cart? Yeah. This is why a lot of inner city stores switch to the plastic carts. It's because you build a fire,
4: you flip it upside down.
0: And you've got yourself a grill. Oh, no kidding. Chuck, you ever grill yeah, out on but, a shopping cart back in the day? I so you, no, no I wasn't. Can't that power. I've ever done that. Yeah, but. that's interesting. All right. So that's why, because you can't obviously grill on plastic. But I remember when those, one of those things first came out, they had like little LoJack systems on the thing. And it was like at A&P. Like you can't leave the the parking lot. And I, was, I was like, how, how do you even go about stealing that? You just do it by hand. You just toot down the down Main Street, pushing this cart. Homeless yes, people I don't and know. and grillers, people that want to they don't want to pay for the big green egg. They're like, well, I'll just get a shopping cart and fire. up. By the way, how was your uh, how was your your birthday party this weekend? Sorry, I missed it. Oh, it was fine. It was good. Yeah, it was good. I knew, Yeah, it was
2: fine. Yeah, I went out the pool and I
0: fully intended to go until my mom guilted me into come visiting her. Nah, so
2: that listen. Mama Aaron's way more important
0: than coming no, out. No, I, I felt bad. I felt bad because nah. you know, you only turn forty one. Forty one once. Yes. Longoria went? Yeah. I did. You had a good time. Girls were there, they had a good time. Girls and everything. Yeah. Fraska, not a fan of Walter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know well, that. Walter's an acquired guy. Yeah, that's what I told her. I was like, <laughs> he's like that to everybody, Fraska. <laughs> yeah, Don't worry. But anyway, <laughs> I uh, belated apologies yeah, I uh, no that I didn't make it. David's in Tucker. David, welcome to the show.
4: Hi, uh Kroger has one of those low jack things you can't get very far outside the store with your shopping with cart. With
0: the shopping cart? Interesting.
4: Right. And uh Onion Head fact, Andy Griffith starred in a comedy entitled Onion Head in which he was the featured person as a a bald guy. I think it was a black and white <laughs> film that came out in the 60s. So, so is it a bald insult
0: then? You can only call a bald person Onion Head?
4: Uh well, I mean that was their principal, you know, that was the joke, but I have no idea where it comes from elsewhere.
0: Interesting. All right, so maybe we need to reserve onion head for bald. I think that's kind of mean. To call it bald. I would rather just call everyone onion head. Yeah, Listen, I like
2: it as a general insult. Yeah,
0: it doesn't have, not specifically for bald people. All right, so let me let me go to my Connecticut weekend. So first, off, I got pulled over. Uh, we I drive up to Connecticut. It was the Goshen Fair. I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, and then on Sunday. My my parents are like well. What do you want to do? Because we went to the fair on Saturday, and there's this little town called Great Barrington, Massachusetts. It's it's like 50 minutes from my parents' house, and I was like, well, it's a cute little town. Let's go there and check it out. So we go there. It's a it's an awesome little town. I mean, it's just picture like any you know any town main street. They have these like little restaurants, and it's just nestled in the uh, the book Berkshire Mountains. It's gorgeous. It's just beautiful. So we're driving back from there, and Waze is taking me. I had not been to, I been to uh, that town in 25 years. So I'm using Waze to get home, and Waze takes me down the side road, not the main road we got in there. I was like, all right, I'll trust Waze and go. And uh, I'm going down the side road, and I go by a uh, police officer, hits his lights right away. I'm like, oh, he definitely got me. I, I didn't even know what the – I had no cell signal. I didn't know what the speed limit was. He pulls me over, 59 and a 40. I was like, that, that's feasible. I could have been doing 59 and a 40. So I'm in a rental car. I rented a car. I'm in a rental car with New York license plates, and I give him a Georgia license. And he's like, what's going on here? <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's a rental. These are my parents while well, Bob we're driving home. He's like, where's home? He, oh, Torrington, Connecticut. The kid's like, he must have been like 25 years old, the police officer. He's like, oh, I was born there. I was like, no kidding. He's like, yeah, my grandfather used to own City Diner. And my dad's like, oh, I used to go there. They had a great Reuben or whatever the hell. <laughs> so he comes back. Um... Runs my my license, comes back. He goes, you can thank your father, small talk for not getting a ticket. And he just gave me my stuff, and, and I was on my nice. way. But we were, he actually talked for a while. So apparently in, in Great Barrington and all of Massachusetts, marijuana is legal now. So he just saw the New York plate and thought I was like some New York Yankee. Coming in to buy weed and heading back to the border, and then he looked in the in the car and he saw my parents in mine. He's like, "All right, these guys aren't, you know, yeah, they're not smuggling, <laughs> yeah, they're, not, they're not smuggling <laughs> weed." Out. So you let me. But I could, I can't remember the last time I got pulled over by a police officer. I was actually like giddy. I'm like, "Oh, I'm getting pulled over." <laughs> like, what's the matter with you? I don't know. It, and it's it's funny because I, if I get I, again, I haven't been pulled over. I don't know, 15 years because I usually don't speed, but I was definitely speedy. I had no idea it was 40 miles an hour on this road. But I wasn't like nervous or pissed or anything. I was just like, Oh, I'm getting pulled over. Like <laughs> it's been so long. Oh, and I was fully expecting a ticket, but he gave me uh he gave me thanks to your dad. Thanks to my dad's small talk. So my dad's like, you're buying dinner now. I saved you a $300 (laughs) ticket. You're buying dinner. So anyway, so that was the police story. So we go to the Goshen Fair. Did you have fairs growing up, Deb, in in Wisconsin, like county fairs or whatever?
3: Oh, the county fair and the state fair were like the only thing that ever happened. Huge events, right? yeah, Yeah. absolutely.
0: Chuck in Montana, they have... Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Did your city have one, like your town, or is it like sure, county? Know, like a really small one, yeah. but the bigger ones you had to travel to. So this was, uh, <laughs> I love it. You can keep <laughs> this music playing. What about in, uh, in Texas? Oh, yeah. They have oh, a yeah. yeah. yeah, big so this, state fair. This was, was the Goshen Fair. So there's, in Northwest Connecticut, there's fairs. Everyone's got a fair. Harmington, Goshen, Riverton, uh, Colbur. I mean, it's just fair season, and I love going up there, but I hadn't been to the Goshen Fair since college when I worked for a bakery, and I would deliver dough. To uh, one of the the stands where they made fried dough pizza, which is my favorite thing in the world. So we get to the Goshen Fair, and it's it's really grown since the last time I was there. And they have all the the livestock: chuck, oh yeah, the sheep and the pigs and the rabbits, and they the horse best. competition and they the lumberjack competition, yeah, with like uh, the sawing and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's one I'm watching now. I didn't stay long for the Lumberjack competition, but it was called the Jack and Jill Log Cutting. Deb Green looks so bored right now. <laughs> <laughs> she looks so bored right now. So it's a guy and a girl on the, on a big saw. Uh-huh. Not on a big saw, but holding a big saw. You know those big saws long yes, like in yeah. cartoons? <laughs> yes. So they've got a log on this, like, platform, and they have to race to do the thing. And <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. So we, the first couple... Uh, two couples that go, the guy's pulling so hard, he rips it out of his, out of his Jill's hand. Right. And he's just basically by himself. She's like, bah. and the second one, the first couple, they must have been pros. They whipped through that thing like butter. And this other, they were going, I guess it was like the number one versus the number 16 seed. Sure. Because the 16 seed, they, the other couple was done with the log. And these people were like, well, still making their first indentation. (laughs) Still trying to get that thing in there. But the perseverance, they didn't like quit. They were like, all right, we're going to see this. I mean, the first couple knocked it out in probably 12 seconds. It was that quick. It was like butter. Three minutes in, these people are still sweating <laughs> and I'm still like, rolling. Yeah, and the guy's sweating and he's like, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so we go to the fried Dough Pizza Stand first, and it's my favorite food in the world. It's basically dough, they fry it, and then you can either put sauce on it, like pizza, mm-hmm. or like sugar and cinnamon and make it a dessert. Kind of like a funnel cake. Yeah, okay. I always get sauce and, and put Parmesan cheese, and it literally comes right out of the fryer. I take a bite of it, right, and it's a dumb rookie move. It's still still burning hot. I burned the roof of my mouth. This was nice. Saturday at noon. It is now Tuesday at 745, and my mouth is still, like, I can't eat any foods because the roof of my mouth. I think I have a third-degree burn on my mouth, <laughs> and I have no idea how to treat this thing. Got to ride it out. I, yeah. like, if, if, the crust on a bread hurts me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just so it painful. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most annoying things of all time. Burning the the roof of your mouth. So I had that. I had fried clams. Um, I had a big potato pancake the size of your head. Longoria, it's like this big That's around. That's big. Um, what else did I have? Um, apple crisp. I know you really care about. Uh, yeah, menu. apple crisp sounds um, good. Oh, that was so good. I can't remember all the food, but anyway, it was a great time. Perfect weather. I love county fairs. We need to go to fairs here. I know they have the North Georgia Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, can you get a list of fairs, Deb Green? Is that possible? Sure. In the area,
3: I know there's a bunch at Stone Mountain. Like every time, every season changes. a yeah. fair Out there,
0: I love. I love fairs. I didn't do any of the rides or anything. You, you could take the girls to the fair though, right? They yeah. would enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Chuck I like it. Would your daughters, your daughter, old enough to do a fair yet? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was awesome. That's all I gotta say about that. Fairs are a good time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I could see you what's funny is Chuck, I, I I bust your chops about living in Montana lovingly. Yeah. But you would fit right at home in, in Northwest Connecticut. I'm sure I would. I mean it's Far north I, I yeah, it It's good. it's you know, howdy, ma'am, mm-hmm. it's farms, it's <laughs> it's I mean, you I could see you and hot neighbor living there. Absolutely hundred percent. So we're not that different. That's that's what I'm trying to say. It. You and I are very similar. Oh <laughs> yeah, <well>, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It shows. Dennis is <laughs> up next on the Mark Aram show. Hello, Dennis. Hi, you guys. What's up, buddy? You're talking about um, rifles and
5: all that with the two two three and the five five six. Yeah, two two three is basically a civilian compared to the five five six, which is NATO. Now, on the AR fifteen, you can use a two two three in a two two three, but in the five five six, you cannot use it on the two two three. But on a five five six rifle, you can use both.
0: Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. That's fantastic. All right. So, is it, will will this Walmart uh, story impact you at all, Dennis? Yeah. No, you're good. Where do I go you... to a I go to a gun store
5: or the base.
0: That's that's the one thing, the one positive out of this that I've seen is that the the mom and pop gun shops are, are going to benefit. You know, Walmart giving back some of the business that they might have taken away over the years. Karen's in Athens. Karen, welcome to the show. Hey,
7: okay. I just wanted to say, you didn't go to the great New York State Fair in Syracuse, New York?
0: I've never been. I've heard amazing things. That's a long drive from my from my home in Connecticut to the New York, the, the Syracuse get, I Fair. I
7: and But you know what? I grew up there, and you never knew what a gem you had in your backyard. And I live in Athens. And went last year for the first time in probably 20 years. Yeah. Because kids start school so early down here. We can never go. And... What you were talking about was actually called a pizza frit.
0: Pizza frit, exactly right. Fried pizza, exactly, exactly right. Your
7: fried dough, and then you got to have um, you got to have your Genelli sausage.
0: I did not. They, have this, they had the sausage and pepper grinders. We call them grinders in Connecticut. Uh, I did not okay. have. I did not have that. My mom had candied bacon. What, what's the, if I go to the Syracuse Fair, the New York uh, County Fair in Syracuse? What's the first food item I need to get there?
7: Um. Well, all right, you got to do your pizza-free. You got to yeah. do your Gianelli sausage. You got to do your funnel cake. But the things that you really have to go see are, like, the butter sculpture. <laughs>
6: <And> <laughs> the butter
5: it's, sculpture? It's
7: the butter sculpture. It's in the dairy building. And you go in the dairy building, you get free milk. And they have a butter sculpture.
0: I, I, they did not have it at the Goshen Fair. They did have, like, the uh, produce categories. Where like the biggest eggplant or oh, yeah, pumpkin? Biggest pumpkin. Yeah, and uh, and they had cakes. They had a baking contest, and like in the cake contest, they would cut like a three inch square right out of the middle of the cake to taste it. <laughs> like, all the cakes had these little <laughs> holes in them, and it was like, yeah, you get the ribbons, blue blue ribbon for first place. It was interesting. The biggest green beans and stuff like that. Fairs are good. Fairs are good. So is Longoria, Low T, and Dead Brain. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the program. Big show tomorrow. A return of Millennial Match Game. Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Right, Deb? We have Millennial Match Game tomorrow?
3: Yeah, I had someone bail on me, so I got to find a new player, but okay. I'll, I'll find one.
0: Check that, that girl, Brittany, in sales. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, it'll be a, it'll be fat happening tomorrow for sure. Maybe Randy. We can get Randy back in. Always good to have Randy. Harold's up next to the Mark Aram show. What's going on, Harold? The old onion head. You there? Everybody, clap your hands. <laughs> All right. Never mind. That gives me time to tell one more story. It happened just before the show. So we were we were getting a food delivery today at five thirty. So the front desk calls and she's like, "Hey, Mark, your uh, your guest is here." I was like, all right, so I text Deb. I'm like, boom, Deb, the uh, food's here in the lobby. So I was on my way up, and apparently Deb was on her way up also. And we walk out, and uh, it's it's a guy named Jackie Patterson, who's a lawyer and a judge, dressed up dressed up to the nines, not carrying any bags of food. <laughs> and I was like, hey, how are you? He goes, hey, Jackie Patterson. I'm like, hey, Mark Aram, thanks for coming in. No idea what's going on here. I think he's the church's chicken delivery guy that we're supposed to have. <laughs> right. So, Deb and I are like, we're in the elevator, and I'm looking at Deb, like, did you schedule this Jackie Patterson guy? Like, we've talked about him before. He's, you know, uh, Municipal Court of Atlanta, like, a, sure. he's a big deal judge. And we were just like looking at each other, and I'm like, so, um, you know, what's going on, buddy? He kept
3: saying, oh, I got it. I'm here to see Mark. All right. Yeah. And security's like, oh, this is Mark's guest. I'm like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, he was here to see Mark Winnie. Not Mark Aram. <laughs> oh. So by the by, by the time we get to the first floor in the elevator, I, we figure out like he's like, "Aren't you usually wearing a suit?" And I'm like, "Well, eh, I mean, I'm, I'm d- usually dressed up in the morning." Figured out it, he's here to see Mark Winnie, not Mark Aram. So I take him back up to the third floor. Um, but yeah, I was like, "Wow, the chicken delivery guy's not bringing any chicken. What's going on?" <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of awkward. Anyway, uh, let's do Star of the Show. Jackie and
1: Patterson. now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show?
0: Are they going to give it to Jackie Patterson? Never hurts to have a judge on the payroll, right? It does not. Yeah, I could pull that in that favor. Jackie Patterson, judge. City of Atlanta, star of the show. First time we've ever had a judge, as star of the show. Uh, We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Don't forget, the Mark Aram Show podcast available every night right after the show on WSB Radio and on iTunes. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby.
5: Don't need no other loving, baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby.
2: Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's magnificent mile.
0: Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three, and internet.